Okay, let's try this again. Uh, welcome to episode 13 of Gears and Beers. If not episode, not the second, this is the second episode, excuse me, of 13 for some reason. I said that last time. Skipped over 12 for some reason, but this is this is the real 13 here, so you're not listening to the same episode twice. Someone is breathing into their microphone. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to shoot you. All right. Okay, here we go. Tonight, we're talking about dry vapor cleaner, uh, 300 blackout, the Keltec CMR30, and we're going to touch on the RMR CC, which just dropped here in the last few days. And I'm your host, Box, and I'm joined by... <laughs> I have the name switched again. <laughs> Johnson up there under Sam's name and Sam down there under Johnson's name. Sam is the owner of Shyworks and the sponsor of tonight's episode. Shyworks is Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator. And down in the corner there is our buddy Toad. Just dropped here in the last few days. Thank you for that, Toad. <laughs> yeah, it works well. <laughs> okay. So, how's everybody doing? What What are you guys drinking? God. This is just a shit show so far. <laughs> um, wouldn't I have it any other way? I'm doing fantastic. And you guys are going to give me shit about this because you already have. Mm-hmm. But this, uh, we picked this up. I'm not a huge craft beer guy usually. Um, well, but we're at a, where the hell were we at? Um, old Chicago. And we were trying different beers. And this was the Ace Pineapple Craft Cider. This shit is delicious. It is. It's actually like super refreshing, man. You sit down, have a have a swaller. Fro- it's just have uh, a swaller. <laughs> Holler and swaller, yeah. But something wrong with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there is. You guys know I'm a little different. Ever since Box gave him that kilt, he's just been weird as shit. Uh, I got to get that fitted, fitted yet, but Fit, yeah, fitted. Fitted. <laughs> I have to get it fitted. You know, he has been trying to speak a lot more proper English. Lately. Yeah, did you guys catch it in his mag commercial for the Riot Repellent magazine? Instead of saying the word repellent, he said relent. Uh-uh. No, I didn't. That was that was um uh the the com- video glitch scale. in the matrix. It um, actually was the video. Yeah, I noticed that too. Oh, I want to get through some comments that we've got here already. Primers anywhere from Mike Tharp? Absolutely not. I got um, <laughs> I got a thousand small rifles at Fleet Farm two days ago, but they were six and a half, so they're not the real high pressure primers. Mm, yeah, you're not supposed to use them in high pressure loads, which I need to look into whether you can load them up with super low super low loads, I'm like nine mil or some super. You I know. think you you're supposed to be able to. The thing they were worried about, I looked it up when we got home. The thing they were worried about with the 223 was if it would slam fire. That and mm-hmm. um, higher pressure piercing the the primer. Uh-huh. So instead of all the pressure going out the front, sometimes you pierce, and it's basically like a freaking plasma drill into your... Yeah, you know, but I did, I did read that a lot of guys do use them in 223 anyway. Yeah, it, they'll sit on the shelf, and they'll be just fine for <clears throat> when the apocalypse hits, and I'm completely out of ammo, and I have to load those. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but Mike, the reason you can't find primers is they're not selling to uh, civilians right now. They're all going to uh, manufacturers. Yeah, there was a big uh, Department of Homeland Security or something did a huge uh, had a huge 
ammo contract um, that the manufacturers are trying to fulfill right now. So they're using up a lot, a lot of primers. Um, Which is the freaking worst, worst possible timing. Right. More guns and ammo than ever in history. And then they freaking, the government thinks they need more than, well, more than us, but whatever. Uh, Caleb, yes, we know we're backwards. Um, (laughs) I already fixed it, actually. Oh, look at that. God, Box, you're just so swift. No, I. <laughs> so yeah, and as a byproduct of that, I have no idea what we've been talking about. <laughs> so uh, uh, just primers, primer okay. shortage. Oh, fuck uh, that. Bush lattes. I actually did get a case of the Bush latte limited edition cans. Um, and there's, I swear to you, I will give somebody five dollars if I, they can find the one unopened Bush latte can on my property when they come out here on the twenty sixth. That is very well hidden i must say because i had a full one set it somewhere and it slid off of a certain place and vaporized like i was not gonna try and get it so if you can find it you can tear this place apart (laughs) you can if you find it i'll give you five bucks um wade you're goddamn right we're ready for goat oh yeah I'm oh, yeah. I'm all in. I'll give her a full send on that. Um, there was actually a couple of people at my work that were praising it as well. They said it's really good and I need to try it. So I'm in. I'll try it. Um, as for my beer, to answer your question, Douglas, I'm going for Shiner Bach this week. Um, I, I don't know. I've really been... <laughs> really been loving these lately. These have been good. In that case, wait, I've already decided I don't like it. <laughs> I've already decided I hate it. <laughs> Actually, no, guys, I'm, I'm pretty excited about meeting Wade, obviously for the goat, but to, to meet the guy that we tattooed our brand on, guys. All right. Second, I'll be right back. Weird. He forgot a time. fucking air compressor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be... <laughs> Fuck you, Box. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm actually I'm excited to try it. I am excited to try it. Yeah, I think um, it'll be good. Is is Mike Worth in here? Is Mike or Nick in here? Um, so, Miles, I'm a Texas boy too. Uh, born in Temple, Texas, um, when my dad was stationed down there. So, um, anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Um, Mike or Nick? If you guys are in here, shoot us a message. Um, if you guys are if you guys are doing the pork shoulders, don't bring any wood. I've got the world's largest stockpile of apple wood to smoke with. If you are wanting to use apple wood, um, I think they're using Johnson. Are they? I think so. All right. Yes. All right. Well, in that case, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not gonna pelletize it for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. One second. This is the last thing. Travis says he just had that Ace Pineapple last night, and he says it's damn good. Yeah. For one, for one or two. You left that part out there, Sam. That's what, that's all I ever drink. This is yeah. Iowa. Iowa beer, Sam. What's wrong with you? Expand yeah. your horizons, Toad. <laughs> I drink more water beer than the rest of you. I just don't drink craft beers. Okay, well, how about we get into what we're actually here for? 
Um, I came across this thing earlier today. And I think it's been around for a few years now. They Their site says that the military, every branch of the military uses has them or uses this system to clean their guns. So I'm not sure. Maybe some of you guys already know about this, but it's called a dry vapor cleaner. It's essentially steam cleaning your guns. It says you can completely clean your your whole gun with barely tearing it down, just like field stripping it, you know, in about 90 seconds. It, has, it shoots about 190 PSI for 7 to 10 minutes. And it's it's not like actual steam. Steam is like 30% water, and this shoots out 4%, so it's damn near dry. You don't even need to dry it off or anything like that, but it's, it says it's supposed to really tear away dirt and grime and carbon and stuff like that really well and it's, i've never heard anything like this and i just thought that was kind of interesting so i i do find it interesting i want to intercede with a little funny tidbit here i'm typing on my i'm using my keyboard with one hand so i try i'm typing in dry vapor cleaning to to search it and see what I can find on it. Yeah. And I type in dry VA first thing, <laughs> dry vaginal discharge. <laughs> oh my God. You know, Google usually, usually suggests what you're most likely to search, Johnson. <laughs> are, you have, are you having issues? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's hilarious. So dry vapor cleaning and they're, there, it's four percent water, so it's like, yep. Is it just super high pressure? I well, it said one hundred and ninety psi, so it both That's pressurizes it and heats it up to. I think it said like five hundred degrees inside, and then it lets most of the vapor out. I think, and then huh. yeah, I'm not sure how it really works. Of course, the, I think it costs like a thousand dollars at least or something like that. So it's out of the realm, out of anything we would ever need, but. I, yeah, I thought it it's was kind of nifty. It's like an ultrasonic cleaner. It's like a machine that you set no, it in. It's like it looks it's, like an air hose. Like yeah, a, it's like a miniature benchtop power washer, kind of. It yeah. just got a tiny little nozzle on there that you just spray so around you on your gun. Little, it's almost like a super tuned up badass water pick. Is kind of what it looks like. Yeah, you know, like the yep. steam cleaner they use at the dentist to like super blast around your teeth and gum area. <laughs> Like, it looks like a super badass one of those. It's basically what it looks like. Yeah. So, it's not, but it won't make a mess. It's not wet is what you were saying? No. Nope. You don't no, need to steam. dry up anything. It's, it's only 4% four, 4% water. So, that's very, 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 very little, actually. Interesting. Weird. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. It looks like I'm watching, like, their little uh, demo on, like, a pistol. And he's just like hosing the thing off. Yeah, I like it looks like a you know like your normal air gun on the end of your right air hose, but it's removing the carbon and shit. Yeah, Steve and I agree. I also don't clean my guns, <laughs> but I just thought I came across this earlier when I was looking for shit to talk about. <laughs> this is for old men and little. I thought it, I thought it was cool. He buys them, then he cleans them before he shoots them. There must be some, yeah. some kind of chemical in it because you use distilled or deionized water but then you put like in a half gallon I think you put four ounces or three ounces or something like that you dump some kind of chemical in with it 
in it. Huh. So I'm not sure what that chemical is, but I don't know. I just thought it was kind of neat. Yeah. Well, looks kind of I, I haven't cleaned any of my guns in a very long time. Um, like if I like a pistol, if that quits functioning and quits ejecting or starts stovepiping, okay, I take the slide off and hose everything down with solvent, scrub it with a toothbrush, spray oil on it, and put it back together, and that's about this. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. extent that I go to. Yeah, I usually don't until I start having issues. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh shit! I get I'm getting uh, my gun screwed up on the on the on the uh, range day, so I got to go home and clean it. And it's usually like it's got like three thousand rounds to it. Right. When I worked in the body shop, I would clean it somewhat regularly, just because it would get so much fucking dust on it. But I, but I wasn't really cleaning it. I was just field strip it and wipe the dust off of it and shit like that. Because well, it just get your... totally full of body filler and shit like that. But, well, and when it's your carry pistol, yeah. it's a little more important than. Yeah, you know our rifles and shit that we're just dicking around on the range with. Yep, as long as it's wet though, I don't think it doesn't really fucking matter. Right. Yeah, miles bore snake it and oil it every <laughs> so often. I'm the same way with rifles. Run a run a bore snake through it a couple times. Oil the bolt carrier group, call her a day. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's about. Pretty that's much. about. Well, that's... maybe once a year. Yeah. I guess that's all we have for that, and I didn't really expect to talk about that for very long. Um, Sam, you wanted to talk, Sam wanted to talk about three hundred blackout. Yeah, um, if you guys are not familiar, I mean, those of you that are in bigger in the gun community, I'm sure you're familiar with this. Um, it is this is a, this is around, and essentially, this was developed to <laughs> this is around. <laughs> I was showing Thank you. This is the <laughs> round. Sorry, the 300 blackout. Um, and basically, this was developed because we we're in need of a, not we, I guess. They were in need of a, a 30 caliber um, rifle that operates, or bullet that will operate smoothly in a AR um, chassis, um, AR-15 um, type. So, and this is not too old. It's about 10 years old. I think um, Sammy's... Uh, Sammy, which is, um, you know, the, uh, they set all the, I want to say 2006. It was, nope. 300 blackout was approved by Sammy on January 17th of 2011. Huh. Um, so essentially this was a round developed to, like I said, fire out of an AR system with an extremely short barrel. And it was, it was made to kind of counter the, um, the AK round. Um, <laughs> If you look at this compared to an AK round, it's very similar. This is a lot straighter walled cartridge, obviously. So it, it loads easier, fires, um, you know, and out of a magazine. That was the biggest problem with the, um, the AK round out of these, out of a AR magazine is that the, the angles are just too extreme. It didn't work. Um, so the nice, also the nice thing about this is, it is it works very well in uh, really short barrels. Um, down to actually, it is down to four and a half inches. They said it would be um, still a viable option, um, but out of a out of a sixteen inch barrel, a hundred and twenty five grain uh, turn and blackout round has 
uh, more energy out at about 500 yards. Let's see, what does it say? 5% more energy than the uh, M855 out of the M4. So it's it's basically, I don't know if it's a better round, um, but as far it's, as short range, and it has its it has its place. I should it's say. a big, it's a different round. Yeah, the biggest right. thing, the biggest reason it was developed was for short barrel suppressed CQB clearance type stuff. The biggest, so yes, yes, that was the biggest use um, because two twenty three gets super concussive and somewhat unreliable under 10 and a half inch barrels. And some would argue a little longer than that. Um, so they needed something that would cycle reliably, um, suppressed and in short barrels. And inherently it's a heavier bullet, so it's going to move a little slower. So less concussive. Um, so it's, it's also, that also, you know, makes it better for CQB and, you know, room clearing and things like that because you don't have the blast and working around in close quarters with teammates and things you're not gonna yeah absolutely absolutely um it's got a, a lower velocity and similar bullet drop at uh shorter distances but at, at all the way out to 700 meters actually um it has the same the, the same amount of energy as the the m855 has at 500 meters so i mean it's still you can still use it at longer distances, but Johnson is correct. That was the, the main idea was to be, you know, de developed for um, shorter, shorter ranges. Um, but the, also the very cool thing is, which, which I got into this for, is this is just a 30 caliber, a normal 30 caliber bullet. And these, this case, its parent case, you can actually take a 223 and chop saw it down. That's how I've made a ton of these rounds chop saw it down and then you can you can make your own cases which is extremely cool um to me i got a ass load a 223 sitting around so this works really great for that um for um for us guys that reload and i got my my uh handy dandy trainer blackout this is just my my pistol ar version i think i got a what is it an eight and a half inch if I remember correctly, an eight and a half inch barrel on this. And the idea was always that I was going to suppress it. I've never got around to that. Um, but now I think I'm going to start that project. I'm going to uh, form, what is it? Form one or form two. Yeah, it is. Form one. Uh, I'm actually in the exact same boat, Sam. Mine is an eight and a half inch AR pistol, 300 blackout. And the intent was always mm -hmm. to suppress it. You know, I've got I've got same situation you got going on. Flash can that sets into the handguard just a hair. Yep. You know, exact same situation. But I've I've been looking for a form one project as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have to change out my my handguard on this because I don't think the diameter is gonna be nearly big enough to fit um, most any suppressor that I'm gonna running um so i'm gonna have to change that which is all right i don't want to recircle the whole thing anyway i was never happy with this but the nice thing about that is you can have a suppressed um rifle essentially and it's going to be the same length as if you're running a 16 inch uh, barrel with a flash hider on it you know mm -hmm. um, with so that is going to be 
I'm super stoked about that. Um, and I, I, I want to get moving forward on that. So that is going to be my, one of my next projects, I believe. So I think you yeah. said that last year. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. But I'm getting back more. I go through phases, man. I get big into projects and shit and then I'll get out of it for a while and then I get back in them. And right now I'm in the, I'm in the in them phase. So I'll take advantage while I can, I guess. The in them phase? Yeah, the in them. I'm in the projects. I'm uh, in them. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> All right. I gained a new co-host over here. I see that. Dave. Dave. <laughs> okay, What's well. What's next on the old docket here, boss? I believe it's your your turn, buddy, with the old Caltech CMR30. The CMR30. So I found this little gem today. Um, I knew I knew about the PMR30. I knew the pistol, the 22 meg pistol. What I didn't know was they made a rifle version. They're funner um, Called the CMR30. And then when I looked at the CMR30 rifles, I found an article on recoil um, called Celtec CMR30, a poor man's MP7. And Box, if you haven't already, could you throw a picture up of this thing? Because it is glorious. <laughs> it's about as glorious as a Celtec is ever going to get. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's probably true. These guys at recoil, they did some pretty cool stuff. Um, they SBR'd it. And, of course, put a suppressor on it. So they basically wanted to make a uh, mock MP7 because the CMR30 does kind of have that MP7 look to it a little bit. Um, the problem they had was Keltec never, never made any super high, you know, like real high capacity long stick mags um, because they're already like a 30... 33 round or something in the grip. Yep. So what they did was hacked a couple of factory mags apart and then silver soldered the springs together because it's not like a a weird spring like an like an AR mag has. It's just like a normal round spring in the bottom that pushes up on the follower. It's like a big round spring. So I just silver soldered the two springs together, plastic welded the two magazines together, <laughs> and made like an extended mag for this thing. Classic. Um, yeah, yeah, super classy. It actually looks good. Um, but yeah, they threw like some, they threw like a Vortex Huey on it, um, some, some sling mounts, a flashlight, and a forward grip you know and they have like a factory slided you know sliding extending uh butt stock and stuff it turned out pretty good i'm like pretty impressed with it and i would kind of like to build one well if, if i'm not mistaken i saw the price on that shit was over two thousand dollars yeah not uh, cheap that are on that particular setup they had there well yeah, that, that was just a random there's 
there's a $500 optic on a $500 gun. That's a thousand bucks. And then you put a 22 suppressor on it. That's at least another 500 bucks. That's 1500 bucks right there. Yeah. This has the prices listed out right here. Yeah. So it ain't, it's $2, not like $2,100. Yeah. That's just from Caltech too. That's, that's not a build. Right. Price has features. Outrageous. It's twenty one hundred. So you got, uh, you know, I think the suppressor, the suppressor and the sight are. Where are we at here? Suppressor was two sixty. Six fifty, yeah, six hundred and fifty bucks for the sight. Two hundred bucks for the flashlight. So I mean, you've got. You put a little different sight on it and maybe don't run a can, you're looking at a thousand dollars cheaper than that. You're looking at probably a twelve hundred dollar. Yeah, but I, I uh, boy, I don't know. It'd if just I, be for a fun gun anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. I don't know if I could Well, I, I was gonna say I don't know if I could justify that for a fun gun, but I most certainly could if I really wanted it bad enough. Yeah, if it was a <laughs> If it was a Strybog that was made to look exactly like an MP5, you'd be oh, like, I'd spend thirty five hundred bucks on that. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, I'd spend four grand on that. Yeah, all day. <laughs> see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I could I could see myself spending two grand on this. I think it'd be cool. To me, it would be worth it. I, you know, like like I said, no suppressor and no sight, not that sight anyway, and save myself. You know, maybe. 400 bucks off of that price 500 bucks yeah yeah I'd be good with that. well i don't know you kind of got to have that suppressor on it. that made that would make it a super fun gun yeah yeah you know it would make it even more fun if it had a giggle switch on it yeah, absolutely that would 100 percent make it more fun <laughs> that really really say. kills the funness of being a yeah. uh, semi-auto Okay, right. Caltechs are known to giggle on their own. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can uh, this fact. Oh, I was going to say, you, you caught yourself there. Are you going to admit to something on a recorded show, Toad? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <No>? uh, <laughs> did you see Remy's got, you probably haven't been in Remy's for a while, but he's got one of the new... Uh, the MP33s? Uh, this yeah, the new Caltech. The, the I was I was actually in there after I, after I left your house the other day. I went in there. Yeah, I hadn't seen him in a while, so but yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely it, wanted to buy it. <laughs> it's not bad. What was it? Four hundred bucks? I don't remember. I think that it was four something. I think, but uh, I don't know. I just figured it, at this particular point in time, I probably shouldn't since I'm off work on medical leave. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks – Johnson, do you know what we're talking about? Yep, yep. It's actually kind of a – it's a funky-looking gun. It's another yeah, one from Caltech, sure. obviously. Yeah. But there's just something that looks freaking cool, like almost uh, – like like Not a gun. About 33 rounds of 22 long rifle in one magazine in a handgun. Uh, right. I mean, it looks like something like RoboCop would use or something. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to worry about hitting the rabbit on the first shot. Accuracy through volume. You know, right? I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Toad, what is the model of that? CMP CP CP thirty three, and it's literally a mullet gun because (laughs) on their website, 
I shit you know, I'm looking at it right now. It says business in the front, party in the rear. <laughs> no bullshit. It's it's their competition pistol, basically. That's what it stands for. Competition pistol 33 because it holds 33 rounds. So it's got like a quad stack. It's like dual stack next to each other, side by side of 22 long rifle. Really? Just yeah. think about how big of an assay. I mean, I've got the uh, PMR 30. With a thirty-round twenty-two mag, those are a pack, a major assay to load. And then half the time, if you actually pack them with thirty rounds, they don't fire all the way. All right, jams like a bitch. Uh, I really I, haven't heard much for uh, for how you know how uh, how well these things run. Should we go find out? Should I buy it tomorrow? Yep. Buy what the CMR thirty or the CP thirty-three? The, the CP33. I think it's only 400 bucks. Go buy it. Go buy it, and then I'll buy it from you. Mike says... Or uh, I'll just go buy it, because I was actually just told my wife, I said, why do we not have a 22 pistol? I don't. I actually... I don't either. Just was out shooting on before the podcast. Found a box with 30 rounds in it. It was like, man, I just will go away see. Yeah, it'd be nice to have. Mike says... <laughs> Threaded barrel, even that'd be kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, yep. I could build me a build me another eighty percent twenty two suppressor. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't see any yeah. reason to have a twenty two. Fuck it. Do you see any reason Fun. not to? <laughs> yeah, because I don't see any reason to. That's my reason <laughs> not to. <laughs> I'd rather have I things I, that I, I see useful. I do not agree. I, th- I just think it'd be fun for planking, you know, and like, especially like to get my kids started shooting pistols, having a 22 for, you know, kids yeah. or recoil sensitive people to shoot and still be able to go to the range and have fun and shoot pistols. I think it'd be. Yeah, that's true. Good, uh, Just something that, to have in the safe that would be a fun little planking gun that anybody could go out and not be afraid to shoot it, you know, that. And right now when you can't find nine fucking anywhere, yeah, Maybe I almost. Oh, hey, I bought, dude, I'm still kicking myself in the ass. I was at Bombgars today, and they had. I'm so stupid, even just thinking about this, and make I'm mad at myself. They had all kinds of 22 ammo. They had 22 ammo coming out of their ears, and they had all this 22 Thunderbolt, and it was like 31.50 a box. I was like, that's six point seven cents around after tax. I'm not paying that for twenty two. <laughs> Fucking moron. Like, all they had, did they have anything other than Thunderbolt? No, they had Oh, they had tons of like little boxes of shit, you know, of like higher dollar stuff, but for bulk, they had that and they had that Winchester XTP uh high velocity hollow point stuff in bulk packs that was 32 bucks a box for 500 i think yeah i got a decent amount but i really should just go pick up a fuckload more i was like it's 30 dollars for 500 just get the box like who cares how much it is around you know it's 30 bucks just get it cliff uh i will spend as much time as I can getting all those skunks out of your pallets if you bring out your 320 legion and let me use that <laughs> that sounds like a fantastic deal to me Cliff <laughs> I mean I'm going to be shooting at the, these pallets from a considerable distance but <laughs> <laughs> hey fun fact 
if you shoot a skunk and you don't break its spine, it's going to spray you. <laughs> yeah, I just well, assume they're going to spray me. It's going to spray. It's not going to spray me. I promise I ain't going to be that damn close. <laughs> yeah. And it's Cliff's house. I don't live there, so I don't care if it smells like shit. <laughs> I, don't just, I could literally leave right then and there. <laughs> not my problem. Well, I got your skunk. It fucking stinks like hell out here. See you later. He this says it. Because I use my 300 windbag. No problem. No spink mess. No smell. No muss. No fuss. You know, for the longest time I had a badger out here digging up my yard and, uh, I came home a couple months ago and I saw dirt flying up behind my grain bin. I was like, that little fucker's out there. I came inside and grabbed the biggest rifle I own and I smoked it with a 4570 from about 40 yards and pretty well uh, demolished it. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. I, I will never forget the first time I encountered a badger. There are these motherfuckers. So I was probably 14. 13, 13 or 14 years old. And my dad was getting ready to have a 4th of July party. So I, you know, tough guy. I'm going to grab my single shot 20 gauge and make sure there was, because we had some, you know, there's coyotes and raccoons and all kinds of shit around. So walk out back here and. <laughs> Walking along, well, here comes Mama Badger and her two babies. Well, this is a problem. Mama sees me, starts coming towards me. I level off at her. Bam, right in the face from about 20 yards away. Well, that just pissed her off. So she starts really coming at me. Well, I've got a single shot 20 gauge, and the only other the only other shells that I have are in my jeans pocket. So I'm backpedaling, trying to put another shell in. You know, she's chasing me down. I finally, she gets about six feet from me before I get this thing closed, hammer pulled back, blast another one right in her mouth, and she flips over backwards. And I quick reload another one, you know. She, I think it was muscle spasms at this point but i wasn't taking my chances she kind of rolled back over i dropped another one in her from like three feet i went to hell inside i was like i ain't messing with that i'm gonna <laughs> you know a couple hours i'll come back out and see if she's dead i ain't messing with that at all i've got a <laughs> unpleasant i got a similar story to that uh, i'll tell it real quick i think i've told sam this but uh i used to pheasant at this place in high school and it had this really thatched over creek and I had this uh, awesome chocolate lab named Hershey, which is what you get when you buy a chocolate lab and you let your mom name it. She names it after Hershey's chocolates. Uh, Every uh, Toad, we have had four chocolate labs in our family, and they have all been named Hershey. All four of them. <laughs> but uh, So she's down in the creek, and she'd regularly get in fights with coons and whatnot, but I could hear her down there just getting her ass kicked. And I'm yelling at her to get out of there because, you know, a raccoon has the option to just beat the shit out of a dog and walk away. And she comes out. She's got a cut above her eye. Her neck's bleeding. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Well, she comes out and runs and, like, sits behind me. And this coon comes out right after her. And it's about eight feet from me. And it just kept coming. So I leveled off and I shot it. And when I shot it, it just kind of... Uh, like a, a big old hole in it. Not so much flew apart, but I was like, wow, 
that seemed a bit excessive for number six shot or five or whatever I was using. And uh, I just remember that when I got out of my truck, I just reached in the, the console there and grabbed a bunch of shells and put them in my vest. Well, I had some double out buckshot <laughs> apparently in there because when I racked the slide back, that's what the empty shell was, was double out buck. So I <laughs> Which, shot you know, instead of the yeah. pheasant. Yeah, I mean, that, and I mean, do, that'll do the job. Right. Realistically, I mean, that was just far more efficient. It <laughs> took all question out of the equation. It was just a done deal. <laughs> oh, man. They got actually, I was at Walmart this morning. They got double up buck there. Um, and they also had, I thought it was interesting. They got rid of, uh, remember, they don't, they no longer carry 223. Uh, funny, they carry 222, but they don't have 223. <laughs> right um because they they don't carry 223 because they can it can be used in uh assault rifles and it's um too powerful but they still carry 308 yep well those are uh, an ar10 is an ar10 is 5 ar safer than an ar15 ar is less powerful than an ar15 yep that's <laughs> just i got to talk about that's like you freaking idiots this is policy that that's what you get for policy made by people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about yep oh my gosh yeah i've I've had i had somebody at work today ask me hey uh so can you you get me a hookup on small rifle parameters i was like (laughs) no (laughs) how am i gonna get you a hookup on small rifle primers (laughs) yeah my hookup is uh go to a military base and steal a bunch of ammo and deprime it. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of sad. This is my last, last box of small magnum pistol primers. Yeah. I got like six boxes of small pistol though. So, Oh, Toad. When are you going to, when are you going to learn, man? Stock them cheap or buy them cheap, stack them deep. I, well, I will probably never learn that. Yeah. I'm right. I'm probably never gonna learn that. Uh, I just I've, I just do that with factory ammo. Uh, I do both. Good oh, for you. Sam. Well, um, while we why don't we move on here, guys, to the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trigicon RMR CC that they just released here in the last couple days. Uh, what do you guys think about this thing? I don't. It's their new smaller it's a smaller version of the rmr it's essentially just the rmr except it's made for single stack pistols i'm i'm not sure uh what i think about it apparently it comes with i think there's a three moa three and a half moa dot and a six moa dot and also i think they changed the uh, adjustment to three moa clicks and it msr the msrp is seven hundred dollars and uh, yeah, that's just, I don't know what they think they're doing at this point with Hollison and all these, and all the red dots just falling in price and they just seem to keep going up with theirs. They're idiots. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. yeah there's, I don't uh, know. I don't know. I want to say they're, they're going to price themselves out of the market, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think so. I think they're they spent a lot of money trying to 
downsized the RMR because they felt like they had it about as small as they needed it. And then when people started making them smaller and cheaper, they're like, how the hell are people doing this? So then they just tried to take the RMR and basically scale it, you know, down by 10% or whatever they did. There's really cost them a lot of, I think it cost them a lot of engineering and manufacturing money to do it. So they're, you know, they're, you're still obviously paying for the name quite a bit. But I think, personally, I think they're trying to get into the market share that they're trying to get Holosun out of. They got a lot of legal fees coming up trying to fight Holosun, so they're gonna. They're doing it wrong know. then, if that's their that's their play. It is. And also, it has a completely different footprint than any other red dots on the on the market right now. So if you already have something milled for a five hundred seven K or anything like that, it's not gonna fit. Or an RMR? Yeah, it doesn't even. Nope. What about different. the RM? The 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 Shield, shield RMS? RMS? No, it's different. It's it's just proprietary. Yes. Yep. Oh God, there's Second that try. word again. Second Son try. of a bitch. <laughs> Why the fuck would they do that? That's the stupidest thing. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they're they're like the HK of Red Dot World, where they're just like we fucking hate our customers. <laughs> right. I do uh, my honest opinion on it is they thought they had the market cornered. Um, they thought that they had the best red dot, which was for a long time. The RMR was, was the go-to. Um, mm-hmm. so they were pricing it up there. You know, you couldn't buy, find one for less than 400. You're paying 450 to 500 for most of them. Yep. Um, they got greedy and thought they were the, the king shit. And then Hollison came along back in Hollison didn't come along back until what was 2013 was yeah, somewhere when, around there, 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. So they're fairly new business still. Um, but like like Box said, they're going to fucking price themselves out of it because I am a, I am a, I'm an American first guy. I'm, I am. But when I have an option to buy a freaking red dot that is literally just as rugged and just as good for almost half the price, the 507K is less than $300 for almost half the price. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm not gonna friend, I'm not gonna spend more than the price of my Glock 43X to put a fucking sight on it. Yes, yeah. that's, that's doable for rifles, for handguns. I'm not doing it, and right. I I don't see this going well for them guys. I really don't. They I think they're shooting themselves in the foot right now. If they would have priced it around 400, maybe, maybe yeah. we could have a conversation. But where they're at now is, I think it's fucking ludicrous. I think they're gonna, if they would have priced it cheaper, they would have sold a hell of a lot more. I, I think they're, I think they're gonna go. But they have military contracts, so they don't give a fuck. That's your answer, right? This there. ain't gonna be sold to the military anyway. No, but the rest of their shit is. Yeah, I don't know where they're planning on selling this. You're right; they don't have slimline pistols. They don't use them in the military. Um, no. I don't know. To me, to me, it doesn't make sense to me to when what's, what's the RMS, the shield RMSC Mm -hmm. 400 bucks, 350 somewhere in there. Yeah. So 350, 400, the, uh, 507 K is 300, you know, like it doesn't make sense that they could realistically expect to get a, a 699 MSRP, for you know not a not a revolutionary product 
It's literally their same RMR. We don't know if it's just as reliable as the standard RMR. You know, you would expect it's Trigicon. I mean, let's be real. It's going to be bulletproof, but no doubt. It, I don't know, man. It doesn't make sense. We're going to make it smaller, but it's going to be one and a half times the price of the other one. Like that doesn't make any sense to me either. So, uh, yeah. Box, what's your thoughts on it? I kind of agree with what Josh has to stay say here. He said bring the cost up while the market has such a high demand. And with elections coming, you could ask for pics of the wife of the consumer and people will still line up. I I think he's right. Maybe that's their, their play here. People are going to pay regardless, and they're trying to stack as much money as they can while they, while they can. Especially while the concealed carry market's hot because all these people are... Maybe. Are, are picking up concealed carry stuff? Maybe. That's, you know... That's definitely uh definitely a a you know a good way to look at it I guess and but boy. I still want to say they're stupid. <laughs> and how and and you can't even get them anywhere right now, right? When's what's the primary arms have a, primary arms had them in stock as of yesterday. Okay. And then they were charging 6.99? No, 500. 500. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just as a sale deal or that yep. was yep, one okay. per household. Yep. Okay. Okay. Toad, what do you think about this situation? You know how I feel about electronic sites on handguns. No, oh, I don't. <laughs> you're going to get left in the dust, my friend. I know you don't like them, but you're going to get left in the dust. Yeah, well, you That's, know what? That is the way. I did finally shoot Sam's the other day when he was out here, and it actually was pretty cool. It was definitely an adjustment, but anybody that charges that much money for something like that, like they roll it out. At this particular point in time, I see that as price gouging, and they can go fuck themselves. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and I think I think they're just going about this all wrong. Um, first off, they 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 pull a lawsuit on Hollison. You're just going to piss all the Hollison fans off. They're never going to buy from you again. Um, the way to beat a business like that is put out better products at an affordable price. That's that's what it is. Welcome to yeah. America, man. Well, and that's there, the problem is they can't they the problem is there's how many how many manufacturers of red dot sites and reflux sites for pistols and all this stuff and they just pick on Hollison because right. Just That's because true. they're their biggest competitor. We don't like competition. We're suing you. Well, get the fuck over it. People are going to make competitive products, and they're making it cheaper. So either you can bring your price down or, you know, go by the wayside. That's how That's how that shit works. You know, and they're, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. They're definitely going about it the wrong way, trying to sue people out of the market instead of competing. Um, and as far as, as far as Toad, I know you don't like the whole sights on pistols things, but Toad also doesn't hardly know how to run his smartphone half the time. So, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. He's like, for a 32 year old man, I'm pretty sure you might be actually 85 <laughs> because technologically, I feel like that's, you're much more mature than the rest of us. We'll say <laughs> he's, he's old school. I can't even argue with you because I have a computer. Did, did you... There was a time when I was really good with like computers and shit. And then 
I got a smartphone, never use one. Fuck, I can't turn the thing on. <laughs> Time out. Did you call him technologically mature? <laughs> Well, I said, as far as technology goes, he uh, is far more mature than we are. Just That was just a nice way of saying <laughs> He's like an old man. Uh, Cliff says that Trypticon claims Allison stole priority info from them. Um, uh, see, Cliff has the same thing you have. He meant proprietary. Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, I mean, unless unless that the info that they stole is uh, the 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 patented part of the red dot. Yeah. What it, and I, I. Well, the problem the problem with the Trujicon red dot patent is it's like it's for something super vague, like a red dot site. Well, it doesn't have something to do with the shape. Like a, an RMR is a very distinct shape. It's got the corners, you know. Yeah. You know, it's not round. It's not a circle. It's got no corners. It's like a triangle. It's like a, it's like a circle. It's like a circle. <laughs> but doesn't that have something to do with their patent? Uh, I'm reading up on it right now. Which is why I think there's no other there's no other um, red dots shaped like that. Fused optic and reason for that, but they're not shaped like that. They have that's the complete opposite of the RMR shape. That's the whole that's right. why RMRs are rugged like that because they're right. concave shape and the holosense I'm, are convex. I, I know that's what I'm saying. That's why nobody else is shaped like that is because Trigicon has a patent that, in, that involves that shape, and nobody else can copy that without getting a patent infringement. A cease and desist order, you mean? Like, Sam, you don't know anything about those, do you? No, never got any. Uh -uh. So these are... I hate these. They all suck. All these Trigicon uh, patents. One is for a fused optic. The other is for an optical sight aiming system for weapon is one of their patents. <laughs> hmm. That's very Another three optical sights, a bow sight, bow sight mount, optical sight, optical sight. It's and the abstracts on these on these are all different. And uh, I don't know. Illumination system may selectively display the reticle and the optical element and include a switch supplying the optical element from with light from one light source and a second light source. It's I don't know. I have to really get in depth. But I think are you looking at the specific patent, Johnson? Are you just looking over the random over several? I'm just looking over the uh, apparently patents that they hold. Apparently, it's their five their five forty one patent. It says okay. an optical site is provided and may include a housing having a base, a first post extending from the base, and a second post extending from the base. The optical site may additionally include an optical element supported by the housing between the first post and the second post. A reticle displayed on the optical element and an illumination system generating the reticle. A first actuation member may be may dis be disposed on one of the first post and the second post and may selectively control an intensity of the reticle by controlling an output of the illumination system. Isn't that... That's just a fucking... That's a red dot. That's like right. a description of every red dot ever. It does. Yeah. That's And that's what I heard was it's like a super vague patent 
abstract where it's like literally that literally applies to any single pistol red dot on the market. And that's why I, uh, I, you know, I've read a lot of forum posts about like, they're just picking on, they're just picking on Holosun because it's a Chinese based company that owns Holosun. No, it's, they're picking on them because they're their closest competitor. Well, right. But I'm saying that's like another, they're the biggest competitor, but it's obviously they're going to have some of the cheapest and closest to Trijicon because that's what the Chinese do. They steal yeah, shit from the U S and, you know, run all over their patents and shit uh, like that. But yeah, yeah. And yeah, usually I, get away with it. Right. Well, I'm torn, but if it gets me a freaking RMR quality at half the price, yep. sorry, Trijicon. I love you, but <laughs> not that much. I wouldn't say quite a RMR quality. I'd say close, but not, Quite. Yeah, Close, but not quite there. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> You're I just mean, a Hollison fanboy. Just admit it, Sam. No, I'm just. I'm purely basing. I'm purely basing my um, how rugged they are based off Sage Dynamic Sage Dynamic reviews. Are you gonna throw your pistol at the at the dueling tree too? No. <laughs> Come on, do it. I, I I don't have a doubt that it could hold up to that, but I'm definitely not. I ain't scared. To. Yeah, Johnson didn't even hesitate. <laughs> uh. Didn't you already throw yours once, Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, that was what he was referencing. <laughs> right was right at the dueling tree. Chucking it at the dueling tree. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I just tried to see a bullet with my uh, sizing die, so that didn't work out so well. See, the thing no. is, when you, have an, when you have an RMR, you just don't give a damn. No, I'm pretty sure I would. If I spent that much money on a fucking optic, I'd give a damn. Yeah, well, that's why I spent that much. Is so I don't have to, because that's just not going to die. I wouldn't be throwing it at 400-pound dueling trees. No. <laughs> it was out of sheer anger. In a <laughs> yeah. normal situation, I wouldn't say, you know what, I don't care, I'll throw it. No. Because <laughs> Sam was wiping his butt. Well, I wait. That's, that's not that quite came bad. out wrong. <laughs> Sam was Sam was kicking his ass, we should say, and he did not like that. Oh boy! All right. Well, why don't we just end it right here? I ended it a little little short tonight. We don't have a too terrible lot to talk about tonight. It was still a good episode. Not a lot of comments tonight. Well, I guess there's decent yeah, amount. amount. Guys need to get more involved. Come on. Tell us we're stupid or something. We we like that shit. Josh and Cliff were yeah. Oh, we got a decent amount of comments. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, and, but and if, Josh, I uh, Josh, I absolutely agree with you. That is how you get rid of the competitors and the small operations because you grab the you know you get the patent because you got the money to get the patent. Whereas like small operations and shit like that, they might not have the money to patent all that stuff. So Trujicon did get the patent, and they're like, piss off everybody. But I, to me, I don't think they stand a chance in this suit against Hollison. I really don't. Johnson, yeah. I was ending the show. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just I I wanted to I wanted to <laughs> further engage with our audience before we left. <laughs> um, damn it! Now I lost my train of thought. Way to go. Um, Sorry. 
like I was saying I'm before, I'm pretty good at ruining the end of shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait until yeah. you wait till you see our next podcast, guys. Uh, it was a it was a doozy. Johnson yeah. did did not take it very well. To be honest, I'm kind of surprised he's not still angry about it. Uh, oh, I am. I am still very angry about it. <laughs> it was a really good episode, though, guys. Uh, be sure to catch our next podcast on all major podcast providers. And if that's where you're listening to this right now, we're doing this live on Facebook. We do this every other Wednesday night here on Facebook. Talk to the listeners and all that good shit. Sometimes we give things away. It's always a good time over here. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube and on Instagram. Be sure to check out Shyworks on Facebook and Instagram. They've always got some good shit coming out. And, uh... <laughs> what? Did you just see comment? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Thanks for watching, everybody. And, uh... We'll see you next time. Sam, take it away. Yeah, Wayne, please. Uh, thank you, guys. It's been awesome. We'll be back in two weeks. Till then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless America.